This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Oh, ho what's up? It is uh, well, it's a Tuesday podcast, and uh, we're back, and it's nice to have Al back, and see Eddie and me, and then we got the full show. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, you know, uh, during my uh, week of vacation last week, I um, I went out to dinner more times than I wanted to. I mean, I, I cooked at home yeah. as well, but I've been out a couple times. Got to go out and do something. Got to go out and do something, yep. But uh, it's just there's certain things that since the pandemic now are just are they're just going to be in our daily forever. lives forever. The tip thing is one of those things that drives me bananas. The tip thing, like what in what thing do you mean in particular? Everywhere. So like uh, when they spin around that iPad looking thing when yeah. you when you charge something that or even just something as simple as like I went to was it Starbucks I was in Virginia this weekend yeah so I went to the Starbucks in the morning and I guess they had that here too I'm I'm, I'm not saying they don't but I literally went in at seven o'clock in the morning I got a medium whatever size that is I always say medium and they can figure it out a medium blonde roast black coffee. Love the blonde roast. She said, what's your name? I said, it's Jerry. She goes, oh, you know what? Here, it's right here. I'm like, okay. There was no one in the place. She turned around, grabbed a cup, poured the coffee, put a lid on it, gave it to me. I put, tapped my card, and it was like, tip? For what? Yeah. Don't Aren't know. you getting paid to do that? It wasn't like this big order. It was literally she poured a cup of coffee that took four seconds. Right. You didn't get one of these with the pump of this no, in it and a pump no of that. lattes or frappes, whatever they are. No. But it's like things like that. It's everywhere. Yeah. And the one where they do that spin move where they, if you pay with your card and they spin that big yeah. iPad around yep. with the blocks telling you which, what uh-huh. you want to tip, that's weird. Would you like to give 10%, 20 30 or 40%? Huh? Well, they don't even nowadays, if you start looking, they start at 20%. Yeah, well, there are some in smaller places. Like yeah. the ice cream shop in Virginia had a 10% oh, okay. one. But you're right. Most of them start at 20. It's like 20, like, 22, 25. It's almost like the tip was supposed to be a thank you for great service. Right. Like, wow, you really went above and beyond. Now it's your bill. Yeah, now it's just expected. Oh. Yeah, that is very uh, annoying. And then uh, the 3% charge for the credit card. Which I have now started to notice. Yeah. Even the debit card, which is supposed to be cash. Right. Yeah, they don't care. Your gas stations back in the day would not charge a fee, would not have a different price. It was cash or debit. And the credit card, now it's card. Yeah. You pay more per gallon. And as somebody pointed out to me on Twitter, because I took to Twitter during the break to discuss this, uh, someone pointed out to me, you know, during the pandemic, 
They didn't want your cash. Oh, we're going to get a disease uh, from handling the cash. So, and now they don't want our cards? I'm confused. No, they do. And they want to charge you more. Right. Now, another way to make more money. Right. And this is something that the credit card companies always charge the businesses right. for using the credit cards. That has always been in existence. So prior to COVID, the restaurants were paying that fee. As is, uh, who's, no one carries. I'm sorry, when I go out to dinner now, it's like $120 yeah. to get lunch. Dinner's become very expensive. I'm not, I don't have that on me. I know. I'm aware. We went to a place uh, when we first met. Matthew and I first got there Friday. We didn't get there until 7 p.m. Because by the time I left here and got home and got him. And then on a summer Friday, getting to Virginia, it took us a while. So we went to like uh, historic Williamsburg. There's like this whole marketplace area with a few restaurants. And of course, because of when we went, couldn't get into the one we wanted to go to. Fair enough. So we went to, it's not Smashburger. That's not what it was. But it was like, I forget the name of it. But it was that type of burger place. But it was attached to a bar and a brewery, so you could grab some drinks. And, and it wasn't, you didn't feel like you were walking into McDonald's. You felt like you were sitting down and having dinner. Four burgers, three orders of fries. Kim didn't get fries. I got two beers, and they each got a soda. How much do you think that was? Ooh, four burgers, okay. Four burgers. We do the math. Three fries, not four. Three sodas and two beers. Four burgers. In my head, I'm only coming up with like 70 bucks, but I know it's going to be more than that. Oh, it's more than that. Not 70 bucks. No. How much? It was a, with tip yeah. and tax and the service fee, 126 Kim looked at the, meal, the, the, menu, uh, the uh, bill. She goes, did we just spend $100 on hamburgers? I'm like, yes. Yes, we did. We sure did. The burgers were $14 each. Wow. Uh-huh. Now, Matthew and, and Joseph got doubles, so theirs were like 15 Ours were 12 50 They averaged to about $14 each. I'm at $56. I haven't done anything except bought four burgers. The fries were $7 each. My beers were $8 each. And the sodas were like $5 each. Yeah, the beer one I'm starting to notice, too, in... Then down the down the shore area where a beer, if you got a draft beer, it used to be like four bucks. Yeah. Now they're eight for a draft really? beer. Yeah. Oh. Unless it was just being in Asbury Park is a more touristy area. Maybe. I don't know. And summertime. Yeah. Like they jack their prices up a little bit. Like I'm still into, so, you know, I do the, the cornhole and this pool have bar sponsors us and everything. So we did a tournament outside last night from 530 to eight. They ran draft specials, two dollars, two bucks. That's the way it should be. Like, that's what a draft special should be, not eight dollars. Yeah, no. And I even know. if you, even if you got one that wasn't on sale, it was it was three fifty. But this is why you know we talk about like America being uh, getting larger and larger as far as the our stomachs and mm-hmm. things, because you could go to McDonald's if you would have went to McDonald's with your wife and kids and got burgers, yes. and fries. You got out of there way cheaper, probably forty bucks. Right. I would say. Now, no beer. No beers. But you're right. If I would have got four Big Mac value meals. Yes. That's probably with tax and everything, probably 40 bucks. Probably a little under. And you're not Maybe. tipping at McDonald's. I don't think. I, don't, I haven't been to McDonald's. They may be involved in this tip situation now, you too. Know, you know how? They could be. They might Although be. Although McDonald's now encourages you, because we're going to cut some more jobs, they actually encourage you to use the self-checkout. Oh, to and put then, your order in. Then you get the number. 
kind of like, uh, what was the place back in the day? Was it Fuddruckers? Yeah, Fuddruckers. And then they would bring you your food? Yeah. Or you would have, they would call out your number and you go pick it up? That's what it is. They put your number on a, hold on to your receipt, big numbers, the numbers there and big letters, big bold numbers. And then when you see it up on the screen, order number 283, you go up, get your meal. They I don't s- even want to take the order. I saw that at a, a, a small roadside gas station in some rando town in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And there was a McDonald's attached to like this convenience store. Right. And it had those screens. Yep. And that was the first time seeing yeah, it. And this giant. was in like a rural, rural area. Okay, so they got some coin there. They got some cash there, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's coming. It's happening. So the I fees, saw, the, ticks, the, the tips, crazy. I saw a guy on Instagram the other day, one of these reels yeah. or whatever they are. I just don't even understand Instagram. And he basically was like, and I don't think he was trying to be funny, but it's funny because everyone is now a part of this and understands it and sees it. And he basically, he's doing his routine, and then he just stops dead. He goes, got to ask the audience, when did $20 become 100 And you hear a couple people laugh. He goes, last time I checked, 20 bucks would get me a few things. Now I go to the hardware store, $100, go out to dinner, more than $100. And as he's going on and on, it's so true. Everything has gotten so out yeah, of hand. everything's $100. But what's weird is it doesn't seem to be stopping people from... No being like restaurants are full yeah like you can't get tables on a saturday night in a lot of cases yeah like you just said you wanted to go to the one restaurant couldn't get in, couldn't get in. could not get in yeah, it was a 90 minute wait yeah and i thought i really thought 7 p.m we're in williamsburg we'll be able to walk up oh yeah it'll be between 75 and 90 minutes i'm like for what exactly yeah yeah like, let me right, wait we're for out. That. we left yeah i'm not i'm not waiting anymore 15 minutes tops i agree i'll wait for a restaurant 15 20 minutes couldn't agree more i'm not doing like 30 minutes. Right. This isn't my urologist where I want to see it packed. Yes. Just make me a good meal. Correct. I'll be happy. Correct, Jerry. I know. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Uh, there's also a number of men. I don't know if you if this is a beach area thing or if you see this in your neighborhood as well. Old men yeah. going shirtless the entire summer. Do you have that in your neighborhood at all? Um, No. I mean, my neighbor across the street... From the moment I moved in, every summer, he lives the summer without a shirt on. He's shirtless. Jeans, shirtless. Yeah. Good dude, too. He's in his 70s, but he's in shape. Plays Frank Sinatra on his loudspeaker in the backyard where I can hear it in my house. It's tremendous. Takes care of his home. So he goes shirtless with jeans. Oh, yeah. He's shirtless all summer. Yeah, I have a couple guys in my neighborhood that just you don't see them in a shirt all summer long. You too? No, I am always in a shirt. Always in a shirt. In fact, if I took my shirt off now, you would see where my shirt lays on me because my skin is You're very white. white there. I hear you. And I'm tanned elsewhere. I tell you, you talk about being shirtless. I'm trying to figure out when hair on the chest stopped becoming a thing. I was looking at, so we went, to, because we were in Williamsburg, we went there in 2007 with Matthew when he was three years old. 
hadn't been there back since. So when we got back, I remember some of the things we did with him, we were trying to find the pictures and we came across and we'd never found them. I know they're in the house and I know they're in a, in a photo book cause Kim did it and I've seen it before, but we couldn't find it yesterday. But I came across photo albums from Cabo San Lucas in 03, um, us on cruises in 06, like all these different trips. And then I found a couple from being in Florida with her in 95. And there's a couple, I'm on the beach with her. And my first thought is, how did you think that look was okay? For you. It looks like I went to the carpet store and glued it to my body. (laughs) Yeah, no, when when men had hairy chests, that was very sexy back then. Oh, but I'm, it looks, and then, I'm, and then my next thought was, hey, hun, you thought it was okay to put this picture in this photo album? This is heinous. <laughs> that was a sign of manliness. Yeah, so that picture I'm referring was referring to was 95. 95. I was 21. Chest hair was in. Apparently. Ooh. I've been, and I've been shaving my, I, you know, not even shaving, yeah, I've been shaving my chest for a long time. I don't remember that. You don't remember growing it wild? No, I don't. I always remember keeping it tame. And I've never, and I know it sounds weird because the neck hair is awful. I've never really had back hair. So a lot of those pictures you can see, you can see. Like it just stops. It just grew. It's like a, it's like a farm. <laughs> well, I notice it now when I feel like, okay, it's time to trim all the body hairs. When you're soaping up in the shower and it's just like, like, could you imagine soaping up that chest of yours? No. Like, uh, it's just like. Like, did I don't, and I just don't remember either. Did I use shampoo on it? I had to have. I wouldn't have been using regular soap. I don't remember. I would think you use regular soap. Just rubbing it in your hairs. It's terrible. And the armpit hairs were all big and bushy. Gross, man. Yeah, really gross. Yeah, I don't know when, like, what turned to that. I don't know. For men. I don't know. I, I don't know where the line in the sand is. I'm going to say it happened in the early 2000s. Okay. That's what I think. Any reason for that? No, like I could remember pornography in the 90s was hair. Bushy? Yeah. Very bushy. So maybe when that time, I mean, you always talk about the adult film bit always being at the forefront of things. A lot of things. Maybe are the, that's when it changed. They're ahead of the curve on a lot of things. Yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe when they started shaving all their areas, people started doing it yeah. too. First it they is started, a much cleaner way. Too. It is much cleaner. I know, especially like in the summer. Imagine Oof. you have that big hairy chest. No, thank you. Nasty. And yet there are other people that are listening to this right now going, I can't believe these guys shave their chest. Not very manly. I still think there are people that are really into chest hair. Being hairy, yeah. Being Bushes. Yeah, bushes, chest hair, all sorts of things. You got to trim up nowadays. Mm. Hmm. I told uh, Eddie this yesterday. Wow, I feel like it's been a week already of work. It's only Tuesday. It's Tuesday at 10 a.m. It's Tuesday. During uh, this last vacation, my father fell, broke his hip. One of those. So I started listening to the podcast. I heard the first couple of minutes uh, cause I didn't think to put it on until I was almost here Yeah, and I heard you start telling the story. So is he all right? Not great. No. Uh, yeah. No, he, um, yeah, it, it, uh, I guess it, like, it's just weird. Like a, a just a fracture. He yeah. fell, but like, that's always trouble. It is hard to, like, he was not a very strong, robust fella to begin with mm-hmm. in, in this state. So I don't know. They have him in a rehab center. What do you mean? To- just fell down? Yeah. Well, first of all, Jerry, he's 79. He's kind of frail. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. He was carrying bags in from from uh, Costco or okay. something. All right, and fell going forward. He was probably carrying too much, too many uh, items. That's so yeah, fell down there. Was he carrying the litter, which is like eighty pounds? Yeah, I don't know what he was carrying. <laughs> He's like a weeble. Falls maybe over. maybe you bought a weight set over at uh, the Costco in order to uh, God, start exercising darn. in the house. This 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 stage of life stinks. Yeah, man. it really does. And I started thinking a lot about it because he, you know, I went to see him a couple of times, yeah. and he looks, you know, he has days where he looks better than others, yeah, and sure. other days where he looks frailer. Yeah. Which is weird to see your dad frail yeah. because our dads were like these powerful guys, and now they're uh, kind of frail. Then I start thinking like what, like what is it different? So I'm like looking at him as well. He's my older parent, so he was always older than me. Yeah, of right? course. So, what's the difference when you see somebody who looks uh, older and frail and um, on that back end of life when it's your parent? Mm-hmm. Or your sibling, or your spouse. Sure, those are the weird, the yeah. different dynamics there. I think it's horrible, right? Yeah, there's nothing good about any of it. Yeah, but I think like as your parent, you see them as older. When it's your spouse, you see them as, "Whoa, this is." What about looking in the mirror? You are looking in the mirror. Catch myself in the mirror a couple times. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm going to be fifty. Yeah. I'm like, okay. But then I sit there like, holy crap. What? Yeah. I don't, aside from, yes, aside from back pain once in a while, which has been knock on wood, ever since I had a bad run in in January to where I went and got scans again and everything, cleared up, and things have been really good again for like the last five months. And I've been playing a lot of golf again, which is great. By the way, going back to the scene of the crime today. Oh, really? Where you got to hit in the face? I am going back today. Yep. Going with Lepresti. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, my dad and my son's coming too, but Joseph's staying home today. Um, but whatever. So I'm playing golf again a lot. I'm, I'm, I started lifting weights last week for the first time, and I can't tell you how long, which felt great. I've only done it three times in the last eight days. I'd like to be on it every other day, but I missed because of the weekend. Um, and I'll probably miss today because of golf. I'll get back to it tomorrow. But, like, I feel good. Like 50. And then I look at like pictures of my grandparents at 50 or even my parents. They look like my parents, but they don't look as just to me. They don't look as young as Kim and I look at 50 as they did 20, whatever years ago, 27 years ago. It's weird. Yes. It's just, I don't know that number. If you would have told me when I was 30, you're how you going to feel when you're 50. Not great. Right. I'm not really phased by it other than the fact that it tells me I'm 50. Correct. And all of a sudden I'm worried about, Things start to happen to people in their fifties. Yeah, yeah, you got to be. That careful. is concerning. Yeah, well, yeah. I think when you get seventies is when Even it really kicks in. But then you start to look at it. Like I, I was seeing my dad laying there, not doing great, and I thought this guy's got money in the bank. He loved cars. He should have bought himself a car. You know what I mean? Like, yes. He's got money in the bank for what? What do I always tell you? This is this has been my frustration with you sometimes. Yeah. Although I feel like you've loosened up a little bit. What are you, what are we saving it for? Yeah. Like you you don't want to uh, have no money at the end, but you also don't want to have a money in the bank. Too you, much. Like you know what I mean. Like it's almost. I started doing the math. I was like, my father's seventy nine. Right. I'm fifty three. I'll be fifty four. Mm-hmm. So what's he got? Twenty five years on me. 
Yeah, basically. Yeah. I'm like, man, I better like start living. Decide my uh, 401k. How I'm going to start dividing that up once I get to retirement age? Because mm-hmm. I got to live, Jerry, and start using it. Yeah. Like I've always told you, with all these trips we take, you know, and there have been times, not often, but I would say we've definitely had a trip or two. One in particular, the year of the year after the pandemic, we went to Florida. We went in July of twenty one, I think. We went to Florida after really not doing anything in twenty twenty, and because of the pay, because Kim's job was gone, because of the significant pay cut we took here, because of all the extra money that we do make here was taken away. For that year, basically, much fewer games with Rutgers than I was expecting. Um, the Cowboys was there, but it was it it was just different. I lost a lot of money that year. That's probably the one trip that we went on that I remember buying the airline tickets, and I think I charged the rest of the trip. That was also the trip uh, I spent the two thousand dollars to go to Universal Studios by mistake. <laughs> but I remember coming back from that trip like ugh. Like, wow, did I just charge a lot of money? And you know what? Then I sat there and thought about it. We had a blast. Yeah. And I got photos and videos and I don't care. I, whatever. You know? I think it sucks when you spend the money and you don't have a blast. That's when it sucks. Oh, 100%. That is really burned you. You go on vacation, don't have a good time, get into a fight. Yeah. Whatever. That sucks. But for the most part, we've been relatively lucky. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah, I think if you spend your money and it's a good time. That's why I hate like going to a nice restaurant. It sucks. Yeah, I know. What the hell was this? You invested two hours, an hour and a half, what you thought was going to be a good time, and you end up walking out like, you just stole my money. Yeah. I agree. I totally agree. So I'm trying to take some life lessons from this observing my father now. Yeah. Well, the one I have for me is, so, you know, I do all these baseball stadiums with, with Kim and the boys. Um, we're doing that in a couple weeks in Texas, which I'm really looking forward to. And the one that I, this is where there are limits. Like, I know my father would love to go play Pebble Beach. He's 76. How many, how many more years, if he stays healthy, can he play a course like that where he doesn't feel like I don't belong here? I can only hit the ball, you know, hundred, but that is an, I mean, that's, you might be talking eight grand. For the week. Really? Yeah. I mean, when you think about flying out there, staying there, it costs, I think it's $600 a round, and then you got to pay the caddy. So you're talking 800 bucks a round if you play twice, the meals. It's a lot. Ugh. But I feel like the, the clock is ticking. Right. So I don't know. That's one. I, we've done a lot of golf trips together. We've gone to a lot of great places. I know he would love to do that trip. That's a tough one, though. Yeah. It's a lot of money to go play two rounds of golf right. or three yes. rounds of golf. Yes. You know, so I don't know. That That's the that's where I'm a little hesitant. Right. But how long can you be hesitant for? I don't have that's a lot. I, I would say not a lot more time. Yeah. I wouldn't think. I don't know, though. I'm not sure. Yeah. We'll see. Right now, I'll just settle for playing golf with him in Monmouth County today. <laughs> with CeeLo. Yes. So it would be CeeLo, you, your dad, and which of your and sons? Matthew. Matthew. Yes. Who was playing. He might be horrible today. He's only played now five times, six times. He's so much better than I was five times in. It's ridiculous. Made his first birdie the other day in Virginia. Like, 
what the hell? <laughs> and who is the best out of that group to play today? Uh, oh, Lepresti. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Who's better, you or your dad? Oh, I say, I would say I am. But we both have our strengths. He's 180 yards down the fairway every shot. Can't hit it far, but he's straight every time. He struggles on the, around the greens and on the greens and the approach shots. That's where I'm better. So that's why I think my score is usually better. I think you watch this off the tee. I look like I've never played before because I'm all over the place. And he's right down the middle. Yeah, I feel like I always judge someone off the tee. Everyone does. Right? Yes. And I think he probably has more fun playing golf because he drives the ball straight. And it's like, hey, we're playing a hole. As opposed to me hitting the ball left, it's right, it's on the ground, it's high. It's like, oh. What about your son? Straight or kind of all over the place because he's new? Matthew is like me where he doesn't drive the ball great, but everything else is good. Joseph drives the crap out of the ball already, um, but then doesn't really know how to play with the irons yet. So we're getting there. I'll take him. I'm taking Matthew today. I'll take Joseph maybe Thursday. Sounds like you got a big Pebble Beach trip planned. Uh, We'll see. uh, You, your dad. How about this foursome? You, your dad. Your two sons. Yeah. Well, then and CeeLo. Well, no, that'd be five. What? Yo, you, your dad, dad, two sons. Oh, oh, there you go. Sorry, CeeLo, you're out. I tried to get you to Pebble Beach. Right. But you're out. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm up show. Uh, We will be back here tomorrow at 5 a.m. So.